0: listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and at dcaureview.com. Now, here's today's episode.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 141 of the DCAU Review. I am one of your hosts, Cal, and with me, as he is each and every week, my brother, friend, and the gentleman that runs our Twitter page. That's right, it's Liam. Liam, welcome to another edition of the DCAU Review.
0: Well, we got a weird one today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> but more importantly, this is going to be a weird one. That
1: is, uh, to say, put it nicely, I would say. I, I think <laughs> when we when we looked at the episodes that we were going to cover for this month, if you listed them out, um, I would say that looking at them, you, one would assume that uh, Mix is Pixelated would be the weirdest. Especially after <laughs> we reviewed that one. Yeah. And, uh... I'm going to say that the episode that we're viewing today Liam may indeed have beat that as far as just weirdness factor.
0: Yeah, it's it's truly bizarre and unlike uh Mixy, we don't have a villain that can uh whose powers are bending reality and completely breaking the rules and of the format of the series. <laughs> Yes, we're supposed to understand and believe
1: this is just like, eh. There's could some, happen to some, anybody. Yeah, it could happen to anybody. Uh, we of course are covering this week the episode "Monkey Fun" as we mentioned we would be covering last week, and uh, this of course uh, introduces us to the one and only appearance of Titano, who is of course a uh, a Silver Age Superman villain, reoccurring foil sort of. Uh, character uh that was brought here into the dcau and mercifully was only used one time but we'll get into that <laughs> as we discuss our plot in just a moment here uh liam uh, i know you have the imdb synopsis and this is one that i'm i'm greatly looking forward to as you uh as you deliver that for us for this week's episode monkey fun which uh did originally debut on uh september 27th 1997 putting us uh, just a few months
0: shy here of its 24th anniversary absolutely and this is for the episode monkey fun which was written by evan dorkin and sarah dyer so we know who to blame <laughs> directed <laughs> by kurt Gaeta with music by lolita ritmanis and animation by coco slash dong yang and that synopsis reads as such a beloved monk <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so dumb i'm sorry all right a beloved monkey companion of Lois. <laughs> Come on, be professional. I'm Let's sorry. go. That's right. Take 3. We're going to get it this time. And then we're going to break for lunch. Uh not really. A beloved monkey companion of Lois returns from years of suspended animation in space only to become big trouble on Earth. I see what they did there. That was uh yeah. Kudos for
1: wordplay there. I like that.
0: Uh, to uh, It's a good synopsis. Yeah, excellent. Um, it was just, I couldn't get through the words, beloved monkey <laughs> companion.
1: <laughs> that is, is quite a strange way of phrasing it. As As we also <laughs> recognize later that Professor Hamilton also refers to it as a <sighs> very... Strange relationship. So uh, let's uh, let's kick off our plot description here, Liam, as we give our scores for this uh, for this week's episode. Yes. So yeah, we are so we open with childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that opening scene is so freaking traumatic. <laughs> we learn that Lois Lane uh, was, of course. I guess this is the first mention or sort of reveal that uh her dad was in the military which I feel is a is a pretty like true to character origin story Lois's dad being in the military maybe I don't know I feel like that's something that could be like have just not been created for this <laughs> but anyway so her dad's in the military and uh she grew up apparently playing with military experiments um <laughs>
0: so, as pets and yeah, we... we brought them home gave them names let you let your children bond <laughs> with them and then you take them away and you shove them on a rocket <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <The> terrible <laughs> father sam lane is he gets. He's right
1: up there with Mayor Hill as like worst dad in DCAU history, right? <laughs> he's
0: what? Yeah, it's it's a it's a murderer's row of uh, of terrible DCAU dads. So so Sam Lane allows his daughter and daughters
1: to form attachments uh, to this uh, space monkey that they're going to launch. They know they're going to launch into space. Right. And uh, as he's being traumatically ripped away moments after uh, playtime ends. Uh, Between, by the way, this dangerous chimpanzee who, uh, if you know anything about chimps, uh, I'm pretty sure one of the things they're most famous for is ripping people's faces off. Yes. So the fact that you let your two eight and then, you know, less than eight-year-old daughters play with this chimp is, is just like unsupervised is just inter- very interesting
0: just awful
1: yeah he's he's a terrible dad uh <laughs> so as the scientists that are going to launch said uh space monkey into space come to tear him away the monkey screaming out in terror uh and the children are also just like I don't know. This is is something out of, like, an 80s, like, weird 80s movie, like, where the kids are the main protagonists and they're, like, being traumatized, but it's just, like, storytelling technique. Very strange way to tell this story. Lois, honey, it's time. No, no, I won't let you take him.
0: But, Lois, you knew one day Titano would have to leave us. He has to go on his mission now.
1: Why can't you send Lucy into space instead? I'll go.
0: It's Titano's job, honey. That's why he was able to come live with us. Colonel Lane, I'm sorry, but. I understand. Go ahead, gentlemen.
1: No. No.
0: Don't worry, honey daddy
1: promises
0: titano is going to be just fine absolutely so yeah we the 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 shuttle uh, launches and then immediately malfunctions (laughs) but don't worry the kids are there to witness that too (laughs) yeah Stanley brought his two small children to witness this monkey get lost in space Uh... (laughs) because nothing has ever gone wrong with a space launch right I mean, it didn't man. blow up on the ground. It got into space before it blew up. Oh, but, man. Uh, yeah, so flash forward some <laughs> 20 years later, uh, and uh, Superman is uh, destroying some asteroids that are about to hit a space station. And uh, these asteroids seem to be infused with this strange blue gas. Mm-hmm. And after you know a, a brief action beat there of him destroying all the asteroids, he finds this shuttle... And wouldn't you know it a still alive and sleeping titano inside Uh, he takes him back to star labs Lois reunites with him the monk the titano seems to perk up when Lois enters the room and seems to remember her how's he doing well he's alive and that's a miracle but he's been lethargic since he woke up you'd think after 20 years he'd be a little hungry According to the records, he's twice as heavy as he was when they launched him.
1: Titano! Remember me? Lolo?
0: Lolo? I was eight, okay? (laughs) Oh, my pretty little baby, you do remember. Oh, yes, you do. So Superman, the hero of the piece, as it might imply based on this being called Superman... (laughs) And a doctor, perhaps multiple scientists, <laughs> decide that the best course of action to deal with this this monkey who was lost in space for twenty years, still alive,
1: inexplicably still alive. Yes,
0: and they mention that his like his mass is like twice what it was when he left, despite not eating for twenty years. Uh, they're just like Lois, take him home, <laughs> take him on home to your to your apartment, and we'll just see what happens. Ugh. And wouldn't you know it, the gas, apparently, once it's returned to Earth's atmosphere, whatever the gas has infused into begins to grow. And we get giant uh, bacteria that attacks the professors at Star Labs that Superman has to deal with. And then he realizes, well, if the bacteria was exposed to the gas and it grew, that must mean Titano will grow as well. What are those things? Bacteria. They must have been trapped in the jars with a meteor gas. The exposure to our atmosphere somehow caused this tremendous growth. Oh, good heavens. Titano. Lois, you've got to get back here, right now! Jimmy, I haven't been gone 20 minutes. Just throw him a banana. I don't think that's going to be enough. (laughs) Ah! Hello? Jimmy? Hello? back to the monkey house. While Lois has gone off to try to take a little time for herself and left that that poor boy, Jimmy Olsen... (laughs) In charge of of Titano, Titano. The second Lois's door closes, there's no way she was even out of the the apartment yet. He immediately grows like three sizes, and
1: mind you, she's living in this like penthouse suite apartment of yes. this this very beautiful that Titano has just absolutely destroyed in the time that because first of all, how did she get a monkey into this <laughs> like very ritzy apartment? Do you think she dressed him up like in a trench coat and like <laughs> like got get to a get him past his kids movie with it right exactly like dunstan checks in he's wearing wearing yeah, human clothes and absolutely just their friend like what is <laughs> what is happening here so they they bring him they bring him upstairs and she he's destroyed her apartment he's clearly out of control and lois takes that opportunity to dump him onto <laughs> jimmy olsen
0: right and this is when he's just a regular insane wild animal this is before he begins to grow tosses jimmy out a window (laughs) lois nearly responsible for her friend and colleague's death but superman gets there just in time and yeah then titano there's always this moment we were talking about this off the air in like a godzilla movie or any giant monster movie where the monster attacks there's calamity the police or the military are involved it's this big action piece and then at some point the monster somehow disappears right this- and you're like, "How?" like every time it was walking, the ground was shaking, but somehow no one is able to figure out it didn't leave any giant footprints or wreckage in its in its path when it when it disappeared this time. Yes, but yes, Titano gets away, he goes down to the docks where he's confronted by bibbo yes and uh, and the police. Who uh, decided to shoot him with very tiny darts? Yeah, of course. It's good. This um,
1: this now like three story high gorilla or, um, chimpanzee is going to be affected by these tiny little darts that are designed to knock out like you know a, yeah. a,
0: a regular sized chimp. So more havoc is wreaked. Superman tries to kind of treat Titano with kid gloves, but he gets away. At which point Superman tells Lois Your monkey friend is going down I don't know you need to phrase it like that Man, like it's kinda She's going through a lot, maybe you didn't need to rub it in But I'm sorry Lois But your monkey friend's going down
1: Don't hurt him, he's just a baby Okay, a really big baby
0: um, and yeah, there's, like, a brief fight, but meanwhile, worst dad of all time, Sam Lane, returns with Beppo the monkey, the monkey doll that plays Pop Goes the Weasel, uh, which was a calming song that, uh, that, Beppo, that Titano liked pre-turning into a giant ape, and, uh, they are able to use that after, uh, some more, uh, fighting between him and Superman at, like, a fairgrounds. Uh, to finally calm the beast long enough to gas him and take him off to some island somewhere, and uh, yeah, that's that's where our episode ends. Uh, they just mercifully, leave, <laughs> they just leave him on an island in somewhere in the ocean. We don't know if it's in if it's in within like the United <laughs> States. Uh, we don't know if this is Atlantic or Pacific.
1: Or I, th- I think you even questioned, like, is this the is this the island where the nuke goes off? Yeah, and... I was trying to
0: figure. Out, and again, uh, in Apocalypse Now, or you mentioned, is it the island where Superman leaves Volcana <laughs> at the end of where there's smoke? Like, oh my uh, gosh, unclear, unclear as to where exactly they uh, where exactly this island is, or if it's wise to leave one giant ape in a colony with regular sized animals or not. But hey, he did it. <laughs> And that's where our episode ends. So, uh, this is, look, there's not, I'm not going to say this isn't like, if it's fun and funny, it is, but it's so bizarre and the whole, like, it's just such a weird tonal shift from the sharp childhood trauma (laughs) at the beginning to just like, he like, Titano frees a bunch of animals from the zoo at one point point. And Superman just kind of leaves all those animals except for two lions. <laughs> he captures the two lions, but doesn't. I don't think he, th- he lets all the monkeys continue to run amok and like attack people. <laughs> right. And uh, and yeah. So it's just it's just a weird episode. I don't. I don't. I think everyone just does dumb stuff, especially Superman and Professor Hamilton in this episode. So it, it's a weird episode to score because again, it's not not fun. It's just so weird and dumb that I ended up settling on a four out of ten.
1: Wow, well you were nicer than I was uh I gave this a a two out of ten. <laughs> oh wow um yeah i i I don't the characters in this episode continue to just make terrible choices we highlighted a lot of them yes. from from the adults at the beginning of the episode uh allowing their children to bond with this animal that they're going to rip away <laughs> in a very traumatic fashion uh to the decision to rip that animal away in a very traumatic fashion <laughs> to then allow them to witness what could very possibly have been a very additional traumatic experience <laughs> The best shots are the ones where they're like, he's going, like, Sam Lang literally says, like, he's going to fulfill his mission. And then they cut to him and the monkey is just, like, screaming in terror yes. sitting inside <laughs> this this capsule that they're launching into space. Uh, just, like, the decision making by people, like like you said, this professor and, and scientist and Superman are like, hey, you know what we should do with this animal who just inexplicably has survived in space for twenty years. Let's send him home to hang out with Lois. Right. Lois knows him. Like not like, hey, we should keep Lois here at the at Star Labs to right. observe like what's going on. No, we're gonna let this chimpanzee leave our premises and knowing... Again, this is season two of Superman. There have been a lot of crazy things that have happened thus far, uh, including aliens and black holes and other people from from Krypton and Mm -hmm. other dimensions. Like, this isn't... (laughs) Like... so you have to, like, that didn't raise any alarms when this chimpanzee has been in space for 20 years and survived without any food, water, or, like, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then, like, oh, the po- we, again, we get the police who are, like, dumb and shooting them with these tiny darts. <laughs> and then we get, like, just, it's, like you said, like Superman letting the rest of the animals go free because that's mm-hmm. that's how he has to pursue them. Even, like, the people at the zoo, like... He's he's a two and a half story tall monkey and he he sneaks up on them like how is that yes. possible these well, people again are-
0: because again every other time he's walking you hear this doom doom right. like these big sound effects and the, like the camera shakes a little bit when he walks and yet somehow he again another like monster movie trope i guess but He's it's able still... to sneak
1: up on these people. They're not. A, they're not no, like they don't notice him. Right. I, I. I don't know. I. This. And then the way that it ends, it's like, oh, it's cute. Like, oh, he. Like, you calm the monster soul by playing this like right old old uh, like rights free music that yes. they were allowed to use <laughs> for this episode. Like, okay, that's fine. But then we're just gonna take him and leave him on a island and we're never going to see him in the dcau again how is there not a crossover where gorilla Grodd like manipulates and mind controls titano oh, man
0: that's that's such an obvious one i can't believe they ever did it like
1: that's slam dunk in here yeah.
0: even in a tie-in comic or something like that's a slam dunk for sure for sure that's maybe one day maybe we'll get superman the adventures continue one day and we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> to live out that uh, that story you, you hear
1: us like that was the other thing. Like they I, I don't i don't know i i would not have written the episode this way i i it's very it's very goofy but it's not paul dini goofy like we talked yes. about I, I think you made a very good point at the beginning like we had a fifth dimensional imp that bent the like, rules because he's, like, a Looney Tune and he lives outside of, like, the normal rules. Right. This, we're supposed to believe, is just a regular chimpanzee that was affected by gas that allows him to grow in size, but doesn't make everybody else around him dumb. Right. Like, it doesn't make everybody (laughs) else around him make terrible choices. Right. Right superman's in somewhat super wimp mode and he's caught off guard by the fact that the giant chimpanzee goes to the ferris wheel and rips it off and like i i don't know i i just i think this could have been far more interesting even using a weird like giant
0: animal trope mm-hmm. and it like i don't well, know well I'd, to your point and we'll get to this in visuals they don't even do like the obvious Kong homage, where he's like climbing a building and Superman flies up to knock him off, right? And then like has to catch him on the way sure. down or whatever. Yeah, like,
1: that that could have that could have added something to it. There's there's not even like those tropes and homages to those. I mean, maybe at the end you have him end up on an island. I don't know if they're... I'm not a King Kong expert, but obviously there's been follow-up movies in the last couple years of King Kong being on his own island and Kong Island and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, that's usually where the the movie starts is the the humans go to the island and find Kong and then put him in chains and bring him back to the the u.s or whatever
1: more people more adults making brilliant decisions yes
0: absolutely (laughs) but they would would fit right in in this episode they
1: would um so yeah so i guess maybe that was a little cutesy little nod there instead of taking him from an island they bring him to an island yeah at at the end here it's the reverse kong uh with that said though i just i i did not like this episode at all i felt like watching it the entire time it was just super goofy and not an not fun enjoyable like i didn't i didn't have a lot of fun i just laughed I laughed at this episode instead of <laughs> laughing with it. I think that's fair. And I don't think, I think if they had changed the tone, like if the tone of it had been the tone sort of that we see in the apartment with Lois, like mm-hmm. the entire time, instead of opening with that sort of traumatic separation and like mm-hmm. you sort of developed this like, oh, I kind of feel bad for this chimpanzee who didn't do anything. that's being shipped into space. <laughs> but then he's kind of made the villain. Right through no fault of his own like he's yeah he's kind of like a mindless monster
0: right well that's your point there's no other villain like controlling him making him do this he's just like kind of just kind of walking around like trying to figure stuff out for himself he's just
1: wreaking right he's wreaking havoc he's letting the monkeys go free because they also are like caught behind bars there's this sequence where he sees something at this coney island or whatever it is stand in that looks like the spaceship so he's going to destroy that that's kind of how he ends up going after this ferris wheel so mm-hmm. I, I i don't know i just really did not enjoy this episode at all that's
0: fair enough i think uh, we can move to individuals i though, think so too here
1: no, absolutely uh, liam a uh, visual and animation visually it is a an interesting episode at least <laughs> uh, we get giant chimpanzees and lions and Monkeys and oh my, and yeah, no bears. Uh, but uh, I, I think most of the action and, and interesting visuals for me, at least, came in the sort of the final sequence. So,
0: what stood out for you? Yeah, as far as like action beats, there's, as you mentioned, there's this final fight, which we'll we'll get to. I'll let you talk about that in a moment. And then the only other really action point, other than Superman breaking some asteroids. Is uh, when the bacteria grow and start attacking the scientists, and he has to, which really isn't it wasn't it isn't much of a fight. He just kind of like knocks them back. They all fall on him. He does the classic Superman spin to uh, to knock them all down, and then Professor Hamilton freezes them with a fire extinguisher. Um, so so there's not a lot of like traditional action. Like everybody's for the most part on model, I think. Um, we get some uh, again, more alternate clothing in this week's episode for <laughs> Lois. Uh, yeah,
1: casual Lois. Yeah, in, a,
0: in like uh, yoga pants and a yeah. and a t shirt. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, yeah. But other than that, other than that final fight, like there's nothing wrong with it. But there's not a lot of like spectacular action. There's like like uh, Titano goes to swat at Superman and he kind of grabs the hand and pulls it back and. I guess some of the, the parts where Superman's actually like physically wrestling with the, with Titano is cool, but it's a, it's a very, uh, it's not, like I said, not nothing bad, but nothing particularly great stood out to me either. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, I, I think the final fight sequence on the, whatever it was, fairground Coney Island amusement park, whatever Mm. it is, wherever they were, um, that has the most interesting visuals, of course. Fighting in a in a different like in a different setting, there. Um, I think s- the the physical battle between Superman and a giant chimpanzee is interesting. Um, there is this spot like you said where he sort of swats Superman away as he's flying towards him. That mm. was a, that was a cool a cool shot. That's kind of when Superman gets up and tells Lois that her monkey friend is going (laughs) down. Um, you know, so Superman kind of getting his tail kicked by this, this, uh, this giant chimpanzee. He falls into a house of mirrors and, uh, and, uh, you, you, Superman's kind of standing there dazed and you see the reflection in the mirror. You see, uh, titano's foot sort of coming towards him as he's going to stomp on superman so you kind of see the reflection in the mirrors of superman you're looking at superman there i thought that was an interesting Mm -hmm. interesting little visual um other than that uh other than maybe uh maybe a a brief visual nod uh, as you mentioned superman in the beginning scene is uh destroying some asteroids i I feel like there was a bit of an homage to the old asteroids video game (laughs) in that too but um other than that, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot I felt like there was super interesting. With the transformation as Titano grows, he sort of gets this glow around him that matches this blue gas that i guess was responsible for for his growth so he sort of shakes and starts to grow as uh to show the transformation i think that that's done well we've talked we've talked Mm -hmm. about various different types of transformations and how sometimes that can take away from the character i don't i don't think that that did this week but uh other than that not a not a whole bunch of things here to talk about
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I just keep coming back to that. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe if there was a more like dramatic transformation, but it's, it's almost kind of like Apache Chief on Super Friends or something. Correct. It's just like you said. There's that slight blue light, and then he just gets bigger. It doesn't seem like it's like this dramatic physical trans- transformation for him. Correct. Um, yeah. There's, there's nothing, nothing really besides what we've already talked about stands out to me. Um, like I said, I think everything's fine but uh i ended up settling on a 6 out of 10 for visuals this week.
1: Yeah, uh, i gave it the exact same score, 6 out of 10. Um for an episode featuring a giant chimpanzee, i feel like there could have been a lot, especially one that ends up at a amusement park. There yes. could have been a lot more fun to be had. Uh you know, you incorporate a giant, you know, him using a roller coaster as a weapon or, you know, any of the things that you could you could think there. He kind of they wrestle over this Ferris wheel for a a good mm-hmm. bit of that final battle scene yeah. too. It's very, there's not a lot of interesting that happens. Lois and Jimmy end up falling into a, a display or like <laughs> their game that also had a bunch of monkeys and they yeah. have to try and find Beppo who in and of himself is an Easter egg. Also, of course, yes. as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Beppo, the super monkey was one of those silver age Kryptonian pets of Superman. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, in this case, in the DCAU, he's the name of the stuffed animal that plays Pop Goes the Weasel that uh, seems to calm Titano down. But, uh, yeah, they. other than that, there's not a lot for setting that could have been very interesting, and for a for a villain that you have the opportunity to sort of take, or a foil—maybe not straight up villain, but a foil—that you could have really taken advantage of and, and done a lot of interesting visual things. To it seems like that there was a little bit lacking in this episode.
0: Yeah, I think the only other visual note I had was uh, at one point Superman gets knocked into like the uh, the test the test of strength booth mm-hmm. with that with the hammers <laughs> and. He, he not he gets knocked into it, and the the little bar goes all the way to the top and hits the bell so hard the bell flies off and boinks Superman in the head like it's a like again like a Looney Tunes cartoon. But right, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's just a strange episode, and again nothing nothing terrible with the visual. I think what's there is fine, but yeah, nothing spectacular.
1: Absolutely. Let's move on to our next category, Liam, which is music. Uh, we mentioned last week that last week's episode is not was not featured on the soundtrack for Superman the Animated Series and the limited amount of soundtrack that they have released. Uh, this week's episode did happen to be released on the soundtrack. And uh, there, uh, Lolita Ritmanis, again, is responsible for the music for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for... There, there wasn't a standout piece from listening through to these songs in isolation uh, I think there are some elements though that you appreciated that I appreciated uh, that you could really tell that she was she was trying to get some story out of out <laughs> of the music
0: yeah I, w- I would say music's probably the best best part of the episode um, it is it is more of a like a general theme like titano doesn't have his own necessarily like villain theme that plays the way like metallo or somebody does but sure um but there's yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of like uh i guess what would be like uh conga like like what would be considered like na- you know used as native drums or jungle-esque music uh, sure Percu- uh, that percussion uh, yeah, yeah a the- lot of a lot of percussion especially once titano has grown to this massive size when he's down by the docks uh that whole initial fight scene where he's interacting with bibbo and the cops and then superman shows up that's that, that sort of extra added percussion on top of the you know, your regular action strings and, and everything you might expect in a normal uh, Superman episode, uh, that did make it stand out as a little more unique than just your average episode. So I, I did appreciate that. I thought I thought she did a great job conducting the orchestra there. Yeah, yeah. The
1: I think the pieces the pieces really do shine more in isolation. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able mm-hmm. to have these pieces to be able to go to and check them out. So kudos to WB and La La Land for, for dropping this, uh, this, that episode, at least on this, this collection. So being able to hear it in isolation, certainly added to it and, and certainly, uh, you know, drew out more of that percussion and, and listening to multiple pieces, you can hear that same percussion. Those conga drums played in various different ways in various different pieces. So uh, having a running theme throughout the, throughout the episode, even if not, there wasn't one, piece that was like okay this is the titano theme there is that theme that sort of runs through in the the style of music that she went went for in composing so uh yeah mm-hmm. I, I think music is 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 good it's not it's not great it's mm. good uh it definitely benefits from being able to hear it in isolation
0: sure. um so i went ahead and gave music a seven out of ten what about you and yep i am right there with you with the same exact score that being another seven out of ten nice All right, Liam,
1: let's move on to voice acting. Uh, Voice acting this week, um, really, it's just a lot of regulars. We do have a few people that uh, guest star uh, one or two in minor roles that we, uh, we were excited to see play their part. Let's talk about this week's voice cast.
0: Yeah, so obviously we have our our regulars, we have David Kaufman as Jimmy, we have uh, Victor Brandt as Professor Hamilton, the real Professor Hamilton, not that (laughs) imposter that shows up on Justice League. That's right. Um, We have, of course, uh, Dana Delaney as Lois and Tim Daly as Superman, who we'll get to more in the end. Then, yeah, we have a bunch of sort of minor parts for, for guest actors. We have Dean Jones as General Sam Lane who as we mentioned the actor doesn't do anything wrong but the character is terrible <laughs> um we do have uh joseph Bologna and and uh joanna cassidy as turpin and maggie sawyer she is not i mean she doesn't have a lot to do in this episode but i
1: thought that the <laughs> the lines that she delivered were not good Criminals, madmen, and aliens we can handle, but this... Now not sweat it, Maggie. These babies will put anything to sleep. Nighty-night, monkey boy. That was a short nap.
0: I don't know if there's well, like wasn't time for pickups and like they just she was just like she, you know they had they only had her in the studio for a short time and she just had to She just had a couple lines and they just went with what they had or what happened there. But yeah, she's not, she's not. From
1: my recollection, it's very out of character for her. I mean, typically, typically she she plays
0: off of, of Joseph Bloggen very
1: well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it just, it felt very robotic and for the, for the scene, as they're sort of interacting with this giant chimpanzee there, you would call probably for a little bit more emotion that I felt like was delivered. So not her finest performance in my opinion.
0: Agreed. And then I uh, mentioned we have a mother-daughter team uh, doing voice acting here. We have Pat Music or M- Musick, I apologize if I'm bot- botching that, um, just voicing some minor background characters. But her daughter uh, is a woman by the name of Mae Whitman, of course, was just a young girl at the time, voicing young Lois Lane. Uh, Mae Whitman, of course, who would be known as Anne from arrested development her <laughs> well, uh she's she's great in that she's also in uh scott pilgrim and uh, and a bunch of other stuff a lot of as- associated nerd projects also voices uh, uh wonder girl on the young justice series now so does a lot of great voice acting as well and and uh, we also have Arya curzon this is lucy lanes also her only appearance in the series uh, we hear her mentioned once or twice otherwise but uh um, yeah, so we have uh, a couple minor cameos there. But then, yeah, I guess I guess as far as our main players, other than that, that one scene of... Uh, and, of course, I, I would be remiss not to mention uh, Brad Garrett briefly as uh, Bibo Babowski. <laughs> he was the highlight of the episode for yes, me. Yes, <laughs> when he, he climbs up on a box and, and whacks Titano with a newspaper. He's the
1: only character that I feel like acts like his character in this episode. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right, Cheetah, you asked for it. Bad monkey. Bad, bad monkey. (laughs) I would agree with that. Um... Yeah, and so for, for our main actors, yeah, we have Tim Daly uh, as Superman, of course, and Dandelion as Lois. They're doing their best with what they're given, I think. <laughs> I actually think Tim Daly, from a delivery standpoint, is pretty good in this episode. He shows
1: a lot of, lot of emotion and frustration being right. a, a guy who's irritated that this giant monkey is running around.
0: Yes, but it's so preposterous and again the whole setup being and again, Lois, Dana Delaney gets to be kind of funny in this episode, especially when Titano's jumping around her apartment and then, you know, when she when she shouts at Superman, you know, don't hurt him, he's just a baby and, and Jimmy kinda gives her a look when she says <laughs> it. I think I think that that's funny. Like she is funny in this episode. It's just again, the the dramatic shifts in tone and uh, and the characters just doing a lot of dumb stuff it's it's not it's not anyone in the voice cast's fault but i do feel that that brought uh my score down just a tad and i settled on a six out of ten for voice acting
1: there you go and uh i also gave it the exact same score (laughs) six out of ten um so we we have uh, another identical score there but uh yeah i i don't think i think dana delaney again you know as we discussed uh you know uh on last week's episode she does a she does a, a fine job she's awesome you know, she's in the discussion, certainly, for the, the best of the, the voice actors in DCAU history. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this this one does require a little bit more... Uh, her lines are a little bit more comedic. When she's at the spa and she's on the phone with, with Jimmy and, uh, you know, they're, they're talking back and forth there that she has some, some funny lines, you know, some obliviously funny lines there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she ultimately has to show compassion for this gigantic chimpanzee, I guess, so she gets to play the the uh the damsel in distress to King Kong, I guess. Glad they didn't go that route though, where she Yes. They didn't fall into the, the sp- trap of just doing a straight King Kong ripoff.
0: Despite uh Victor Brand as Professor Hamilton telling her to resume her relationship with the monkey whatever the hell that Why means, would you, you put perv. it that way? <laughs> Well, um,
1: speaking of rest development maybe professor hamilton needs to carry a tape recorder around to hear how he says <laughs> things <Anyway>. just, there's
0: <laughs> got to be a better way to say it's that big. is our is, our, is it, our point exactly um but yeah it's like i said it's nobody in the voice cast's fault it's no same same as what we talked about in the visuals it's just such a wacky weird and dumb episode that it's just everybody did their best but their best wasn't quite good enough
1: <laughs> that is correct all right, Liam, well, that is, means it is time to tally up our final scores here for this week's episode. Uh, adding everything up together, I I come up with a surprisingly high <laughs> 21 out of 40.
0: What about you? And Shockingly, I'm even higher than you. I have a 23 out of 40, thanks to the one category where we had even slight disagreement being plot, uh, my score being a little bit stronger than yours, but... Uh, as we jump into rewatchability here, I'm going to go ahead and say this is one you can skip. This
1: is one uh and again we mentioned it last week. Uh we love the Tim Talk guys. Yes. Um this is one that they threw up. Uh admittedly, I think I think uh, Cameron was the one who brought it up, said that uh he wasn't or he knew that some people would look at him sideways for bringing mm-hmm. it up. But he brought up this episode as uh we were discussing the top five DCAU episodes uh, <laughs> on the Watchtower Database's uh, anniversary special a few months back. That's right. And uh, I definitely remember furrowing my brow and uh, <laughs> and being a little confused because I don't I didn't remember this episode being uh, one that stood out as being a great one. But I was willing to let it slide. Uh at this point, I would love to have a bonus episode where we debate the values and laurels of this episode uh, being stricken from the history books of the DCAU because there is no reason for this episode to
0: exist. Well, that's right. As as we mentioned, Titano never reappears in anything, not even to team up with Grodd. Despite that, just being money left on the table, as far as it's I'm concerned. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't really see a reason. I. I I believe some of Cameron's justification was because it showed us a different side of Lois. Sure. Which I guess but like I don't like I always I've never thought Lois wasn't like compassionate and sure. nice. Like, she has a hard edge to her, and certainly when she's dealing with Clark or whoever, she has a very sarcastic tone. But, like, there's never been a time where I thought she wasn't, like, a good, nice person. So. Sure.
1: And not, I, listen, I, I say that all in jest. I'm not going to, Cameron of course. can like whatever he likes, that's fine. People are allowed to disagree. <laughs> that's right. And if you like this episode, we would love to hear your explanation for why you like this Absolutely. episode. You know, some of it might be nostalgia reasons, and that's perfectly acceptable. Uh, you may really enjoy the storytelling and the goofiness and the zaniness and the the fact that it's sort of out of, you know, left field. We had a conversation earlier in the month when we reviewed Mixes Pixelated that... Uh, somebody commented that they, they hated that episode. And obviously we loved that episode. Yeah. So uh, different strokes for different folks. Uh, I don't see this being an episode that I ever need to watch again. <laughs> Not even if they release it on remastered, uh, hopefully coming out this year for the 25th Very anniversary true. of Superman. But uh, it just, there is no long-term effects to it. I, I don't feel that it necessarily gives you more of an insight to any character uh, other than learning that Lois was able to overcome a significant amount of childhood trauma to be where she is today, uh, and it's amazing, uh, she
0: speaks to her father at all.
1: <laughs> what a jerk! Uh, and and now that we know that uh, that Mayor Hill has competition for worst dad in DCU history, <laughs> so um, there we go. That's that's the only reason why I, I think this episode would, would provide any sort of value or rewatchability. Yeah, this is a
0: skip. This is a definite skip. Uh...
1: Yep, this is one you can put in the... Uh, I don't even know that it's one that... You know, we, o- we always talk about this being a children's cartoon. I guess the visual of Superman versus a giant chimpanzee is funny or interesting. I guess? I guess. I mean, I, but, but to me, there's more it's more terrifying than anything I
0: was gonna say well as someone who was like six or <laughs> seven it no this was 97 so not even that old right I was four when this uh you know almost about to turn five when this when this episode debuted like this episode didn't interest me when I was that age right. much less uh you know uh, as a as a 27 year old man as I sit here now so it's yeah it's just it's just not the it's like I said, for whatever reason, this one doesn't have. It wasn't in heavy rotation in in repeats from my memory, so maybe maybe it just doesn't have that nostalgia for us the way some other episodes might. But yeah, I, I think this is a definite skip. At least at least for you and I, Cal.
1: Agreed. All right, Liam, well, that would begin to wrap this week's episode up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. As we said, if you have feedback for us, do us a favor. Tweet at us at dcau review. Liam runs our Twitter page, as I always say. We love interacting with fans. Even if your opinion differs from ours, we love to get feedback. What did we miss from this episode that maybe you value or maybe that you love that we didn't quite catch uh, on this week's watch through. Let Liam know at DCAU Review. You can also follow us on Instagram at DCAU Review. You can also check out the entirety of the archives, every episode that we have covered thus far, all available at DCAUReview.com and streaming on your favorite podcast app. Speaking of, if you can, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot, it helps with their algorithm, tells, people, uh, tells them that people are interested in hearing it, and we'll move that up, and allow people to see it more often. If you're looking to support the podcast, you can also check out our store, which is available at dcaereview.com. Click on the little store link at the top of the page. That will take you pick yourself up a shirt, a hat, a sweatshirt, uh, a mug, something to support the podcast. We don't run commercials on our podcast for that very reason because we don't like commercials either right. so uh, yeah if you feel like we're doing a good job and you want to support us go buy yourself a shirt and then uh, tweet us or, or, or uh, tag us on Instagram in a picture wearing it we'd love to see that too uh, Liam uh, this will uh, this will bring us to the end of this episode which means we're going to start talking about next week's episode which I am excited to talk about uh, because uh, it won't be just us doing the review now will it
0: that's right we're bringing in a ringer for- folks. That's right. Uh, Next week we will be reviewing another Villain Origin episode, that being Livewire, and coming along for the ride with us will be Nathan of Superman the Animated Podcasts uh, very excited! Uh, I believe, as I mentioned on our show uh, a few months ago, now I uh, I went on to Nathan's show and, and we talked about the uh, world's finest together, and I had a blast with that. And uh, I'm excited to have him back on our on our turf to a to review an episode that he has previously covered in his show, but that you and I have not. Uh, gone back to since we've started so i think it'll be a fun time
1: absolutely it's gonna be great uh you can check out his podcast i know he's also on spotify and apple podcast as well uh so if you if you haven't listened to his episodes love the way that he breaks down episodes he's very mm-hmm. analytical in the way that he goes through absolutely. things as well uh very similar to what we do but has his very own unique spin on it uh love his accent like mm-hmm. yeah
0: def- easy listening i like a- absolutely absolutely yeah, he's a smart guy and he, he kinda goes through it scene by scene and uh, does a does a great job with it.
1: Absolutely. So we're looking forward to reviewing that next week with him. But until then I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we will talk to you on the very next episode of the DCAU review. Adios.